When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment with producer Dawn. Let's get right to some music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Well, this is cool. Kanye West doing something very nice. Yes, Kanye West has set up a college fund for Gianna Gianna, uh, Floyd, the daughter of George Floyd, uh, which is outstanding. They want to make sure that she has opportunities for her future after having... Somebody ripped away from her, her father, right. that she can never get back. So Kanye West stepping up and doing that. Six years That's old, great. six year old, uh, six year old little girl. He set up a five twenty nine college savings fund. That's yes. awesome. But then, yes. Now he's been kind of quiet about this. Um, you know, he hasn't spoke spoken out a lot. We haven't seen him with a megaphone, which we sort of expected from him. Um, he also wanted to make sure that we don't forget about uh, Ahmad Aubrey and Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. right. and the Black Lives Matter movement. He's donated $2 million to organizations helping the Black Lives Matter movement and also is going to pay for the legal fees for the families of Ahmad Aubrey and Breonna oh, wow. Taylor. See, this is great. Kim Kardashian also, uh, didn't she offer some kind of financial assistance to yeah. a woman... Oh, who was she was shot with a rubber bullet by police while protesting this week. Hmm. Um, It's great. They're really paying attention. You know, that's the thing. They're not just sitting in their mansion. Right. 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 Doing nothing. So that is uh, really great news. And Kim's also giving money from her companies, you know, her shapewear company that she has, KK, uh, W Beauty and Fragrance and Skims. They're going to be donating it across organizations focused on making change and fighting racial injustice. Awesome. That's great. That is really cool. Yeah. Good for them. All right. That's good news. Um, what's up with Selena Gomez now and her Instagram? She's got a lot of followers. Oh, this is, I, this, I, I need to know more about this because this is a really powerful way, I think, for her to get involved almost by not being involved on? Mm-hmm. She has 178 million people following her, and she announced yesterday that she's going to let black leaders take over her account That's in the following great. days to shed some important causes uh, and some light on some important causes uh, amid the Black Lives Matter movement. This was her statement. I've been struggling to know the right things to say. I think we all feel that way. Mm-hmm. To get the word out about the important moment in history. Um, 
after thinking about how best to use my social media, I decided that we all need to hear more from black voices. Over the next few days, I will be highlighting influential leaders and giving them a chance to take over my Instagram so they can speak directly to all of us. We have an obligation to do better. We can start by listening with an open heart and mind. Go, girl. That's That's fantastic. Wow. Because, I mean, how many did you say? 178 million. Yeah, that's awesome. That is fantastic. Way to go, Selena. We love you. Very cool. Do you want to hear some uh, new music? Yeah. yeah, it's a new Music Friday. We may as well. Um, I don't know, Steve, you're going to remember. Do you remember Erasure? Not by that name. Would I know any of their songs? Um, A Little Respect. They were like a really fun... I mean, I think they've continued to make music, but they're, um, they, they might be a little under the radar of some people. Hmm. Um, but anyway, um, Erasure is... They're a, a duo, and they decided to put out a new album. They recorded a 10-track album in Atlanta earlier this year. Uh, they say it's about refreshing love and oh. our love of great pop. And he wants kids to hear these songs. He wanted to recharge that feeling that pop can come from anyone. So here is their new song. It's called Hey Now. I want to dance. Do it. Do it. I'm chair dancing. It's just fun. Yeah. You know? I feel like I want to be doing a painting project at my house right now. Or playing a video game. I don't know. Yeah, it's really fun. So this is coming out. The album is called Neon, and it'll be out on August 21st. So that's Erasure. I wish there was a little more auto-tune on his voice. I kind of do, too. It's a little too clean with the really funky the boop bop boopy boop boop in the background yes. yeah <laughs> you guys that's all i would change yeah that's because all i would change his voice sounds a little uh, too, too pretty i need it to be a little more like robotic oh 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 you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so you think you should be the new singer yeah. of erasures yes, <laughs> thank Steve. you very much exactly okay then i came across this song um apparently darius rucker uh, his daughter, Danny, is a singer, and she is home from college, and she's 19 years old. And um, he decided to put his producer hat on and produce a track. Um, she's actually, he's actually on the track, too. But listen to this song. It is called, what is it called? I Don't Love you, you like that. Like that. No, I don't, I don't love, love you like that. Oh, no. Here's a, a little bit of uh, their song. That's nice. That's cool. Oh, it? oh yeah. Oh, I love when I see like a dad and his daughter singing together. Like Tim McGraw's daughter also sings. Yeah. It's very sweet. Adeline, come here. We're going to sing now. Auntie Donna wants us to. Is she home? Is she there? She's somewhere in the house. She's, she's down with singing and making videos. Yeah, she's a wild child. How is her, um, Steve, how is her, um, her acting career going? Thank you for asking. Her acting uh, career. You know, she had a, she had a production that she was supposed to be in, but then it, like, obviously it got canceled. Oh. It was, she worked on it all year and, oh. and then it was, uh, it got canceled, but here's what we're going to do. And then they did like a zoom performance recently, which was cool. But oh. then we had some technology problems that we're struggling with and she had been out of the rhythm of the class. It didn't go the way that. Uh, we were hoping at any rate, here's what we're going to do. I just told her this morning, 
Uh, in two Saturdays from now, we're going to have a performance of she had one speaking line. So one, you know, it was like a 30 second scene that she had speaking lines and that she got midway through the year. And we we're like, this is so great. I can't believe you got a speaking line. So we, sure. are, we're so pumped. And uh, we're going to do that scene plus, you know, like five of the song and dances that she learned. We'll put them on the speakers and we're going to have family in the living room. And then we're going to allow a select number of friends to come in and watch from the uh, from the mezzanine that would be the kitchen. We're going to do like a little in-home performance in two, uh, 15 days from today. That, that is, is awesome. so cute. Yeah. Oh, family time. Cute. Hey, by the way, I don't mean to one-up you on uh, the beat. I'm, the beat is your beat. But... We got a bonus beat coming up today at 11.15, friends, and you won't want to miss it because it is some of the, uh, the, somebody compiled a list of the best coronavirus feel-good songs, (laughs) ranked them from 13 to 1. We're just going to go through four. Three I know, I think we're all going to largely like, I think. One that I think Donna in particular will largely despise. Oh, great. (laughs) Great. Nice so we'll tease. get into uh, that. And how about this? After the break, we got a little uh, something coming for Space Force. Despite all these bad reviews for Steve Carell's new show on Netflix, there's some good news around it. And Las Vegas Open. The casinos opened yesterday. And there is uh, video floating around of what Vegas looks like in this social distancing era. You may or may not be surprised. I'll describe it coming up after the break on Don and Steve. Don't forget, coming up on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 at 11.30 is Drunk Donna, Stoner Steve. It's Don. Maybe you can explain what that is, Steve. Explain what what is? Oh, that whole segment? Yeah. Let me tell you. Hmm. A while back, we accidentally uh, played our podcast at half speed and stumbled on, well, magic. We sound much stupider and much more entertaining at half speed. So we will look back at some of our uh, best moments from the past week. Slowed down so that we all sound extremely under various influences. Exactly. It's very entertaining. So stay tuned for that coming up at 1130. In the meantime, what you got? Listen, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Don't get mad at me. Okay. Vegas opened again. Mm. Vegas is, they're back. No, no, no. You want to go to Vegas now? No. You can. How do you manage? Well, it seems to be that they're managing in this social distancing world just by not caring, I think. <laughs> At 12, okay. 12.01 a.m. yesterday, uh, a.k.a. this is from the Morning Brew um, newsletter that I get, a.k.a. the middle of the afternoon for Las Vegas. <laughs> Nevada's casinos were allowed to open for the first time since March 17th. The grand reopening was marked by a, of course, water fountain show at the Bellagio. MGM Resorts International also joined the festivities by ringing the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange. So it's been it's been really crazy because the pandemic has disproportionately harmed tourism dependent states like Nevada, which hit a record high of 28.2% unemployment rate in April. So casinos and the businesses that support them were desperate to get back to work. So what was the first day like? According to them, let's say you wouldn't know there was a pandemic. Oh, Videos no. circulated online that showed large crowds with many patrons not wearing masks. Guests are encouraged but not required to wear them. Employees are required to wear them. Oh, God. Uh, but the that pent-up demand for casinos it could be a bullish signal for or, you know related industries like airlines that we mentioned, uh, cruises, theme parks, etc they sh- they showed a video that i saw and it just 
looks like there's no social... It just looks like a casino. No you know, the problem is obvious. Um, everybody touching the machines... Everybody touching chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, there's no way you, unless you get rid of the first group and put them through some kind of washing agent. Quarantine. Uh, yeah, you just not, can't. There's just no way. People coming in and out freely. I just, oh, this is just a Petri dish. I agree. But this here, is not, he, And then they're going home to other communities. Yeah. Yep. But here's what we're going to have to figure out. These next couple weeks. They're going to be very interesting. So now if you have Vegas open opening, and last week in through this week, you've had protests where large numbers of people have been very close to each other. It will call into, it will call into question the social distancing guidelines. That conversation will happen if the numbers don't seem to spike up. It will change. You know, that's why they're saying, well, then other industries, other like airlines and theme parks, et cetera, they've got to be watching all of this sort of stuff because if there's not a spike, then there is a segment of the audience that would say, well, then do we really have to, or can we just, can we be closer, but just wear masks? It's, there will be a case study from all of this. I'll send yeah. you guys the video so that you can see it. It is, um, it just looks like Vegas any other day. Just put the oh link in the grid gosh. if you want to take a look. Okay. There are just there's some people wearing masks for sure, uh, but not everybody. And you know, Vegas always just looks crowded, and it looked crowded. It looked looked crowded. Uh, Governor Walls, by the way, is going to be speaking today at two o'clock. Uh, has a press conference to talk about the plans for the phase three opening uh reopening of minnesota so we're in phase two right now he'll be discussing some details regarding phase three and where we stand in regards to that hey let me ask you when you got your haircut uh what was that like what was that procedure um it was the the stylists were separated from each other by a chair so nobody was right next to each other um and then there are hand sanitizer there you have to wear a mask the stylist is wearing a mask and then you know, you sanitize, you put a mask on after that. What do you do? Okay. Everybody was, I did hear this though. I heard multiple, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, it feels so good to be back in the chair. Everyone, whether they had a lot of hair or a little hair, it was just being back with a professional to take care of their hair. Right. And so many people were just like, thank you so much. Oh, I've been waiting for you to open. Thank did you. Did they thank them with tips? Because money is the best way to say thank you. Right. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I, that was my, I was excited about that from the beginning. Um, you didn't only do bu- just an elbow bump, did you, Steve? No, no. Okay. I was I was very excited. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, to give them, I just gave them, uh, my stylist, just one big bill. And I said, that's all yours. And she was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, bye. Great. And I've been waiting to do that. Because listen, I saved money these last few months. Of course we all It's have. not like I even dug extra deep into my pockets. But I just thought, how many haircuts would I have had? And why don't I just, you know, pay that amount? Because she's been sure. sitting on the sidelines. Oh, and you know great. what? Oh, my God. stylist happens to have been staying busy by making masks. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, that's oh, great. gosh, you're incredible. I just ordered a bunch of masks from uh, Alexa's. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I knew she was she was doing it. She's at home, and I just I wanted to, you know, just have some fun things to wear right. instead yeah. of just, you know, a paper or, you know, or a bandana yeah, or whatever. So, yeah, very cool. I know we don't have much time before we get to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, but uh, Space Force, um, that, is it a TV series or it's is it a, a movie? It's a Steve Carell Netflix series, so it's it's a comedy series. I think there's 10 episodes. Bad reviews. Bad reviews, but good news, Don. Yeah, Funko Pop. They're going to have their own line. They already have uh, two out now. We have a Steve Carell one. Oh, cute. And then we also have one. I haven't watched the show yet, but it's uh, it's a chimp, chimpstronaut. Ah, it's a kind of like a Chewa- Chewbacca looking thing. Yeah, I guess at some point a chimp goes into space, oh, which is actually something space. that has happened in the yeah, history right. of art. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to even say that, that oh, they geez. sent a chimp into space. And now there's chimp. a so Chimpstronaut Funko Pop. Yes, now there is. And a Steve Carell one. Uh, there yeah. may be more soon. So cute. Yeah. First Fauci, now this. Because didn't he get a Funko Pop? He did? <laughs> yeah, or a bobblehead. Okay. Funko Pop would be more fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got to play. College, Give us a call. Yeah, College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. Bet on me, bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. It's next Woo! call. Whoop. We back. Welcome. Thank you for listening. We got a caller on the line, so let's just get to it and play the game. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. All right. Welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. With a score of 48 for Steve and 39 for Donna Valentine, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 1030. We have somebody on the phone with us right now, and her name is Robin. Robin, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Hi, Robin. How y'all doing? Good. Really okay. Thank you. And where are you calling from today? Minneapolis. All right. Population of 425,403 in 2018. Robin, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would say steak. Great answer. Um, I know Donna doesn't like it. No, I... Okay. (laughs) I just don't eat it. You don't eat steak? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. I don't eat red meat. Okay. Well, good for you. We'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy for you. Good for you. Oh, I love 
it. Robin Sassy. Okay. Uh, now, if you do indeed win today, and the subject will be announcing shortly, you're going to go home with a soft and comfy My Talk t-shirt in the size of your choosing. Today's topic, are you ready, everyone? Yes. Ready. Okay. It is Steven Spielberg movies. So, Robin, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about Steven Spielberg movies, Donna or Steve? I'm not quite sure, but I want my girl to keep getting her numbers up, so I'll go with Donna. Oh, thank you, Robin. I love you, Steve, but... Whatever, Robin. Okay, that means Steve is going to leave the room right now. We will turn off his mic. Steve, I'll text you, okay? All right, bye-bye. Oh, he'll know, yeah. He'll know. He'll, he'll, he'll be bronzing, maybe putting on some bronzer <laughs> this time. Okay, uh, are you guys ready? The timer will start after I ask the first question, which I have been trying to help you guys out by making the longest question first. Ah, okay. Okay, ready? Yes. Here we go. In 1987... This is Christian Bale's, one of his breakout roles at age 12, where he plays a boy separated from his family during World War II by the Japanese occupation. World War II. Oh, this is on Schindler's List? Question number two. In 2001, this is a robotic boy who longs to become real so that he can regain the love of his human mother. Oh, my God. Pass. Question three. In 2004, Tom Hanks is a foreign tourist stranded at JFK Airport and has to live there. I can't remember! The tourist. That's not right. Oh, man. All righty. Okay, Robin, are you going to help her out here? Do you know the answers to any of these questions? Oh, I cannot, ladies. I know nothing. All righty. All right. Sorry, Donna. That's okay. I'm sorry, too. Okay, here we go. Steve is coming (laughs) back. You're thinking about that shout-out, Okay. Robin. <laughs> forget the t-shirt. Oh, no. oh I'm sorry. Oh, right, oh, wait, did you just say forget the t-shirt? Oh, nothing. Don't worry oh, about we're talking it. about t-shirt t- sizes and how yeah, it fits women. Don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it, okay? Uh, Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I told Donna I've been trying to make the longest question first to help you guys out with your time, okay? Oh, very nice. Don't be intimidated by this long question first. Okay. The timer will start after I ask this first question. Number one, 1987. This is one of Christian Bale's breakout roles at 12, Mm. where he plays a boy separated from his family during World War II by the Japanese occupation. Oh, jeez, pass. Question two. In 2001, a robotic boy longs to become real so he can regain the love of his human mother. A robotic... AI. Question three. 2004, Tom Hanks is a foreign tourist stranded in JFK Airport, and he has to live there. The tourist. No. No, wait. Crap! Oh, it's a good movie. Terminal! Dang it! All right, the time has expired. Question one, 1987, Christian Bale's breakout role at 12. He plays a boy separated from his family during World War II by the Japanese occupation. Donna said Schindler's List. And uh, Steve said Pass. Or that he didn't know the answer is Empire of the Sun. Oh, I know. That's That's what I meant, though. Yeah. Uh, in 2001, a robotic boy longs to become real so he can regain the love of his human mother. Donna said pass. Steve said AI. 
The answer is AI. Wow. Oh, my gosh. What a shot in the dark that was. All right. 2004, Tom Hanks is a foreign tourist stranded in JFK Airport and has to live there. Donna said the tourist. Steve Mm. first said the tourist. Then after time expired, said the terminal. And Uh, the answer is the terminal. Great movie. Never saw it. That means Steve wins today, but I am sorry. Oh, Oh, again? Right. Again. This happened a few weeks ago. I know. Listen, uh, I'm with you with your steak call, though. I like the idea of eating a lot of steak for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I think it's this weekend. Great. Now, who do you want to give a shout out to before we let you go? I will give it out to the city of Minneapolis. Yes, Robin. Robin. Great use of the airwaves. Thank you. Hey, heck Thank yeah. You. Stay safe out there, Robin. Yes. Bye, Robin. All right, you guys too. Much love. Thanks Thank for you. listening. Bye-bye. I'm kind of embarrassed by the Schindler's List, but I could not think of another Steven Spielberg well, World hey, War II. It's a movie about World War II, so. Yeah. And, and I actually saw Empire of the Sun. It's a great movie. Oh, you did? Yes. But, I mean, it was oh. like 20 years ago, 30 See, the years first ago. Christian Bale movie that I knew of was 1993, uh, Newsies. Newsies, yeah. yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little newsboy. I didn't realize he was a child actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the main character in Empire of the Sun. You'll have to go back and watch it. I totally do. Is Tom Cruise in that movie? Um, uh, uh, John Malkovich is in it. Um, I'm going to go back and watch it. I'm going to put it on the list. Yeah. Empire of the Sun. Okay, great job, Dawn. You you too, Steve. Thanks. I think (laughs) I just uh, uh, spread the lead back out to double digits. I think we just got back to a... A 10-game spread. No. Yeah. I, I sense it, too. I sense the tide has turned. Oh, no. It's time to go. Welcome to the pain train. Oh, man. <laughs> You're the worst. All right, anyway. Um, did you want to say something about the song Imagine? I didn't want to say something. Don't you put this on me. Oh, okay. I don't want the Sorry, emails. Sorry, I blew up. Um, <laughs> I, just, I did come across a funny write-up. There's a website evidently called The Week. Not the weekend and not the weekend. The week is the week. <laughs> like W E E K or E A K? W Oh, good question. W E E K. The okay. week. And the headline read Imagine is a bad, bad song. <laughs> so anytime you find someone who, you know, just has a real take on something that is counter to all of it, it's just kind of. I don't know. I thought, oh, let's see what this guy has to say. Okay. Uh, I'll read you a few excerpts here. Imagine is, notwithstanding the existence of Ice Ice Baby and White Christmas, the worst song ever recorded. Mm. (laughs) Where do you even begin? The droopy four-bar intro? The, (laughs) I don't even know what this word means. It sounds like a guy who wants to get beat up. The soporific nasal whine of Lennon's voice, the mind-numbing facetiousness of ending the verses with "yoo," then starting the chorus with the same word. The other lyrics that insult the intelligence with such ferocity that I'm pretty sure singing it violates the Geneva Convention. Oh my gosh! Hilarious. The part where the rock star who wrote this song in about an hour parentheses it shows by the way in one of several luxury homes he owned encourages you maybe to consider having no possessions 
Oh, great point. Presumably, including underwear and a toothbrush, and then passive-aggressively insist that you're so attached to your stuff that you can't even contemplate the idea. Oh, my God. The other part where the (laughs) same guy not only confidently predicts a world in which the world is made up of not even a single country, but of literally no countries, and then triples down (laughs) by suggesting it's easy to envision this? (laughs) I did a lot of drugs, you know. The way it's all-consuming badness... Oh, man, this keeps jumping around. Sorry. Um, the way it's all-consuming badness forces you to question the value of everything, including the key of C major, in words like the. Goes, uh, let me see here. Uh, in words like the. Uh, okay, a far more serious problem is that even if additional verses did somehow outline a series of discrete practical steps that tomorrow could bring about the actual world he envisions... No one would want to live in it. This is because it's fundamentally nihilistic. A vision of a reality in which, LOL, nothing matters is elevated to first-order principle. This is a problem. A world in which nothing is worth dying for is one in which exactly zero of the things from which we derive meaning and pleasure could exist. Good point. The effect is worse than purgatorial. It is an actual vision of hell. Wow, I love this guy. Girl. (laughs) It's a pretty good takedown, isn't it? That's very funny. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Remember uh, Gal Gadot's version of Imagine? Oh, Oh, God. God. How cringy. Now, let me tell you this, though. Another deep tease to the 11 o'clock hour and the bonus beat curated by Stevie Boy. There is another celebrity mashup, but this time it's actually really good and i think you're really gonna like it gal gadot had a bunch of celeb friends looking to camera and all saying imagine in a key of their choosing and this one is a, a cover of a song where everybody just sounds fantastic in it oh. and i had never heard it until this morning oh my god Deep uh, of teases, i have a tease um i got some fun tips for you when really? we come back yes Yes, I'm going to take over the tipsy section. I love it. Uh, I'm going to tell you why eye protection is just as important for COVID-19. And a really cool list from Amazon on books to read, especially during this this time. Okay? okay. It's all coming up on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back, and thank you so much for listening to My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Steve. What's hey. going on, man? Donna, thanks for asking. You know, I want to let the uh, folks know about the resource page that we've got. And we only have it because of our buddies at AARP. We want to keep you uh, updated with all the info that you might need during the coronavirus pandemic, as well as a link to resources to support the Twin Cities amidst our current situation. The MyTuck resource page can help guide you through the coronavirus crisis and everything that's been going on these last couple of weeks. Go to MyTuck1071.com. The keyword that you have got to put in is the word resource. Or resource. 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 (laughs) On a ski trip, I encountered an avalanche. (laughs) Where was it? In the hills of Mbai. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 this video yesterday of um, just some DIY kind of um, tips for people who aren't very 
DIY savvy. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, yep. There it is. Um, and one of the tips I thought was really cute. Um, you could, okay, so this is, go and get yourself a cheap picture frame, right? Got it. And then inside that picture frame, put in a pretty, like, wrapping paper or whatever you call that, the, that paper, you call it. Don't help her, Don. You call it mm, paper. You call it. Mm. Mm, oh, mm. paper. You know, just like fancy paper. <clears throat> you know, you could like, buy like it like wallpaper? in squares. You, you could do wallpaper, too, if you want. Or you could do mm. fancy squares of fancy paper that you could get at Michael's. You know, just something with the um, with a print with or a design print that you like. Maybe you like Paisley. Put Maybe you there. like Chevron. Maybe you yes. like herringbone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you like polka dots. Whatever it is, flowers. You put it in the frame, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get yourself a dry erase marker, and you use it to leave notes, like for your kids, mm. dinners. In the oven, or, or dinners in the jobs. fridge, or yes, yeah. or your to-do list. Respect it's, me. It just makes it a little prettier. <laughs> yeah, you don't leave a message every day. I used to do this thing with a boyfriend where we would leave uh, a meaningful song lyric on oh. the message board every day, which was kind of fun. That is cute. Right? Yeah. Maybe you could do that with your wife. I don't Maybe. know. Hey. What? Respect me, Lou. Respect me. Hey. <laughs> Um, I just thought it was like a just a cute way of like we have this board in here, this um, plexiglass board. It'd be fun to like write show notes on there every day, and then you just wipe it down. You get yourself a paper towel, wipe it down, or a Lysol wipe in our case. I like a clear bit of plexiglass that you can draw on. Me too. Well, I, I never she's did got one right yeah, there. Yeah, come on down. Really? Yeah, there's a big old. Barrier. <laughs> I don't know who it's protecting oh, who one. from what, but it's like a spit glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the low J barrier. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, okay. anyway, I thought that was a great tip. It was cute and creative. Yeah. Um, mm. Then I saw some more practical ones like, have you ever shrunk a shirt or a pair of pants? Yes. Or maybe your brother did because he didn't realize it was made of silk and put it in the dryer. Thought he was doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Now you end up with gaucho pants. Yeah. Anyway, yep. I digress. <laughs> if you shrink a shirt by mistake, you can unshrink it by putting in um, a small amount of fabric softener into a mixture of water, say in a pail or a sink. Okay. Let it soak for fifteen minutes. Take it out and then stretch it. Okay, mm-hmm. like pull the bottom down. We're just talking shirt right now. Yep. If you want to just lay it somewhere on a table or on a, you know, the dryer or whatever. Um, stretch it, let it dry, and it should be unshrunken. Thank you. Wow. Great. Thank you, Donna. I'm telling that you, it works. Cool. I saw it with my own two eyes. Really? Yes. Good. On a YouTube video. Then, you know how sometimes, let's just say you're moving out of your apartment. And uh-huh. you move the couch and there are all these dents in there. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen soon for me. Right. So only because, let's say, your sister's moving in, do you care about those dents in the carpet? Okay. If you're a monster. Um, <laughs> <I> go on. 
the way to get rid of those dents is to put a damp towel uh-huh. folded. Let's say it's a hand towel. Okay. Make it damp. Right. Fold it in half. Put it over those, you know, dents. And then run an iron over it. Ah, and then all those fibers from the carpet bounce right back up. Wow. Oh, great. Amazing. Saw it with my own two eyes. Wow, that's On cool. YouTube. I always rug doctor. Should oh. I do that before I rug doctor? You know, I go I rent a rug know. doctor. Oh, you, you do? Know, oh, I my like God. Never yes. done it. I feel like the rug huh. doctor... Which has, which is doing such a cleaning job on your carpet, mm-hmm. would have enough suction to suck those fibers right up so that they're standing at attention again. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try the rug doctor next. I thought that was to clean the rug. Yeah, it's like, like soap. It's, it's it's. Oh, it's, and that works. Yeah. Hey, you know what the rug doctor makes me think of, Donna? What's that, Steve? The butt doctor. Uh, Don doesn't <laughs> right. know about the butt doctor. We'll fill her oh, in. There's, so there's many things. really Some nothing. Some things I don't want to need filled there's in, as you say. virtually nothing to the know. The 12-year-old boy in Steve makes I, him tell butt jo- doctor jokes. Okay. Like, I randomly. Just, so, for instance, uh, one day I called Donna on my way to pick up my daughter from a dance class. And I was like, hey, did you see... That Amy, our, our boss Amy, she makes us write on a uh, paper calendar when we're going to be off and who's going to be filling in and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I said, did you see, I call her, did you see the thing that they said they want us to add to that? And she was like, no, no. And you didn't see the email? No, I must have missed it. Oh, no. They said that they want us to add um, any uh, butt doctor appointments to that calendar as well. <laughs> to which Donna said, is that why you called me? And I said, that was the only reason. Oh, and then I no. had to go and I just, bye. <laughs> this oh, is a great one. You're not Steve. expecting a butt doctor yep. joke. Yep. someone says butt doctor, it's funny. It's pretty funny. It's funny. Uh, hey, I got good news, and then I'll tell you the tip about uh, protecting your eyes for uh, protection from COVID-19. Okay. Um, Barnes & Noble just put out a statement to USA Today uh, saying that they were heartened to see the surge in sales of books uh, in response to the news, and they're working really hard on replenishing any print editions that are sold out. This has these are books on race and racism, mm, and they created. Good. I have a friend who just bought three books uh, off Amazon, um, but Barnes and Noble said that they created a curated list of anti-racism books. So great. I link That's this up great. for you on the Donna and Steve show page at mytalk1071.com. Um, so definitely check that out if you have an interest in educating yourself a little bit more. And then finally, a study has found that eye protection is just as important as face masks, like shields and things like that, Mm -hmm. because that's another vulnerable entry point to your body that could result in an infection. However, I don't think we're all going to be walking into stores and like motorcycle helmets. I, and, I have a skydiving helmet. Should I wear that? Yes. Yep. Oh, yes, yes, you should. Absolutely. It's kind of hot. Otherwise, you could try big glasses. I'm sure. Thanks for the glimpse into your personal life. I'm, I'm sure big glasses could also help a little bit, but it's not going to, you know, yeah. work 100%. I so there you go. I would have ended with the. Barnes and Noble. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, the list is printed up uh, or linked up rather on the show links page on uh, Donna and Steve at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, let's talk uh, movies. Okay, Uh, there's some award shows, uh, some nominees. We'll give you those. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. 
Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.